Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Welcome back to another episode of Yin Untangled. I'm your host, Kat Mead, and in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about meditation, the great unknown, uh, and whatever else comes up along with that. <laughs> so, Something I've noticed in my daily meditations lately is this point where I get to where all I can be aware of is the fact that I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what messages are coming through or whatever it is. I just don't understand. I arrive in this space of not knowing and it's like something is presented to me and a conversation begins. Now, that conversation almost always starts on my end with, I don't understand. So that's where I guess my mind sees the conversation starting. In that moment, it's really easy to feel frustrated. Isn't meditation meant to help you with clarity, connection, understanding? Isn't it meant to help us become calmer? Yes. (laughs) But if I think if we work with the idea that understanding means making sense, then maybe we're limiting ourselves only to concepts, ideas, and learnings that are already known to us. And I think that negates the need to drop deeper and to learn more about ourselves within our meditation practice. So how do we get comfortable Leaning into the unknown and feeling safe and open enough to receive wisdom, new ideas, uh, maybe epiphanies. Maybe it's not about getting comfortable with it. A lot of the time growth happens in the midst of discomfort, challenge, upheaval. It doesn't have to, but it often does. And this is part of what we do in yin yoga. We put our bodies into usually uncomfortable or challenging positions, and then we sit in it. So to lean into this unknown, to get in some way comfortable with this unknown, we need to work on getting uncomfortable. We need to work on surrender. And like most things I talk about on this show, and this may come as no surprise, this takes practice. We can surrender our ego, our stories, our past beliefs, our perceived limits. We can admit that there are things beyond our current and past reality that we aren't aware of yet. Things that we may never have imagined could be real. And we can let ourselves be humble enough to be the receiver of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and love. So... The biggest unknown I can think of right now is, and this also may be no surprise, maybe you've already reached this conclusion, um, but the biggest unknown I can think of is death. I recently read a Jodie Picoult book called The Book of Two Ways, and it was all about the choices we make in our life and the effects that those choices have, um, often in ways that we can't imagine or be aware of. Of course, there was a lot more to it than that, but that was a really big kind of underlying theme. It was was a pretty big read, actually. It took me a little while to get through it. I kept kind of reading it and then coming back to it. The main character was a death doula, and that's someone who helps people transition from this life into whatever's next. 
And there was a part where she was leading a death meditation with a client to help her be less anxious about what happens when you die. And it was really interesting. Just reading that made me feel really calm in the moment. I slept well. I felt calm the next day and the days after it. I felt so much less anxious in general. It was really interesting and I did a lot of journaling about it. So something that I have a fear of is death. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's really that great fear of the unknown. And if you've listened to other episodes of this show, uh, especially the ones where we get personal, I tell a bit of my story, this is no surprise. It's a fear of not knowing. And this has and does often make me want to control things, to push away the discomfort of the unknown. And honestly, it's a bit of a problem. When I try to control things, I move away from trust. When I surrender, I feel more calm. I trust myself. I love myself. And I feel, for lack of a better word, better. And at this point of the show, I want to acknowledge that this is going in a slightly different direction than what I was intending, but that's okay. Let's explore this. So what if the great unknown is simply a transition into the next adventure? What if we could learn to connect with some part of the great unknown in our current lives? And that's not to say that we die during our meditations or within whatever practices we're doing. But what if leaning into that unknown means that in some way we let go of ourselves or what we believe to be ourselves based on our past experiences and stories in this life. Letting ourselves cease to exist in the form we know them as in this reality so that we can explore space. Now, this is something I've really been moving through lately. I realized that I can constantly rewrite my story. I can change the perceptions I have of my past, the people in it, and the actions that I took or didn't take. And in changing those perceptions, a part of my past self ceases to exist. And maybe it never existed. So what does this have to do with leaning into the unknown? If I'm rewriting my story, if parts of my past perceived self are ceasing to exist, who the fuck am I as I move forward? So depending on what you believe, when we actually die, it is simply a transition. If our work is done, we are done. But if it's not, then we come back in a new body, a new form, as a new person, maybe in an entirely new time and world. When this happens, most of us forget the prior lives we've had, and we set about creating an identity, a history, a path for ourselves. We don't lament or maybe we do, the loss of ourselves because we know or we think we know that we are entirely new and we're writing a new story. So why can't we or don't we do this as part of our lived reality now? Why can't we move through a figurative death and rebirth as a transition? And of course, when I say death here, I say figurative death because I'm not talking about physical death. It's a shedding of layers, a rewriting. We don't forget who we were, but maybe we can always set about creating a new identity, a new history, a path for ourselves without getting stuck 
in who we once were and thinking that it defines us. Because it doesn't. If I was to let my past define me in this life that I'm living, I would not be teaching yin yoga. I would not be meditating every day. I would not be completely medication free. I would not be sitting at home recording this podcast at 9am on a Monday morning. We can rewrite ourselves. We can acknowledge the unknown and the fact that we don't understand. And this statement, I don't understand, well, it can be a doorway into the unknown. We can open it. We can let it be an open doorway into the unknown. We can lean into it and see what we find, or it can be a closed door that you let yourself be limited by. It's all up to us. Do we hit this place of, I don't understand and be frustrated and let it be a closed door and walk away? Or do we hit this point of, I don't understand and lean in and see what's there? It's a choice. And for me, it's a daily choice. It's a moment by moment choice a lot of the time, especially when you're going through, you know, deep transitional periods. It's not easy and it's probably not meant to be easy. Or maybe it is. Maybe we're the ones that make it all hard. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But all I know is that when I hit this point of I don't understand in my life, in my meditation, in my practices, I want to lean in. I want to let myself go into that unknown and see what is possible. Because I truly believe that there are limitless possibilities in all of our lives at all times. And if we don't lean into them, then we let ourselves be a figment of our imagination from the past. (laughs) So another kind of different episode this week. And I guess that was pretty short, but that's where I'm at. That's what I'm working with at the moment. And I would love to hear from you if any of that resonates, uh, if you have anything to add, if you don't, thank you for listening. (laughs) Um, If you're on iTunes, it would be really great if you could give this show a five-star rating and a comment, a little review. It helps a lot. Uh, And to everyone who just listens every week, I really appreciate you um, still being here. I get so many listens every week, even though I'm not bringing out new episodes every week. So it's pretty interesting um, to see that a lot of new people seem to be finding this show um, every week, which is awesome. So thank you for being here. Thank you for finding the show and listening. If you're new, you can find me on Instagram at the yin method. Or you can email me, theyinmethod at gmail.com. I have a free 16-minute meditation over on my website. If you head there, theyinmethod.com, you can grab that. Or I released a paid meditation last week as well called the Manapura switch or the light switch, if you want to call it that, Uh, which was it's really actually difficult for me to come back out of that meditation because I was quite deep in it. It was really... It was a good time. I enjoyed it. I hope you do too. TheYinMethod.com. I'm Kat. (laughs) This is all to say thank you for being here and I hope to see you again soon. Bye. Mm